welcome to A Word for This Day podcast. I'm Jory Schaefer, the show's host and creator, and I'm so thankful that you chose to join us today. Thank you to everyone who um, has followed along and listened each day since we started on the 1st of January, and I just hope and pray that the Lord has drawn you closer to Him and that you uh, are and that you are just loving his word each more every day and seeing how uh, applicable it, it is um, in 2022 in every situation of your life. The chosen verse for January 20th, 2022 comes from the Paul's letter to the Corinthians. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 20. And it reads as follows from the English Standard Version. For all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. So as I mentioned at the beginning, this letter is written by the Apostle Paul to the church at Corinth. And this was his second letter that we have. There's references uh, that Paul makes that he wrote a, a severe letter. And so some scholars think that there was another letter um, that we don't have in our canon of Scripture. But um, we do have the first and second letters to the Corinthians, and we find this one in Second Corinthians. We know that the Apostle Paul stayed in Corinth teaching and working with the church there for at least 18 months. We find that in um, the book of Acts, which is a book that tells the early church history. We find it in Acts 18.11, where it says that Paul stayed there a year and six months. And um, it's thought that after he left Corinth, he heard word that... um, that things weren't going well there, that there were divisions among them and that they were uh, going back into some of their uh, sinful ways. And so he wrote his uh, first letter to the Corinthian church and they apparently had also sent him a letter asking questions and he was responding to that. And then um, the second letter It's thought that he was responding to some accusations. There were some false teachers and false prophets who had risen up in the Corinthian church, and he was um, writing back to set everyone straight. And at this point, where we find ourselves in today's um, verse, um, apparently he had planned to go uh, back to Corinth, Uh, but then changed his mind, and so some people were giving him a hard time about that, and that's where we find, uh, where we come up to today's verse. And we know this letter was written by Paul because we see um, at the beginning of 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1, it says, Paul, an apostle of Christ by the will of God, and Timothy, our brother, to to the church of God that is at Corinth, with all the saints who are in the whole of Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So you'll hear me say over and over again, and you'll probably get tired of it, it's so important to know who uh, wrote the letter, although we know that um, all of Scripture is inspired um, by God and that the Holy Spirit inspired men to write the words um, that we have. 
But this gives us an idea of uh, where Paul was coming from or where the writer was coming from. If we know who wrote it, who was it written to? And I think in, um, we can sometimes say or, or uh, challengers of the scriptures will say, well, what does that have to do with churches today? Well, you see a lot of the same things going on in churches today, divisions in churches and uh, people trying to take charge or people teaching false doctrines and um, trying to make it all about them and, and not about Christ. And that's where there is so much trouble caused. And uh, Paul could see that. He was gifted in um, discernment to be able to um, see what an issue was and call it out. He didn't pull any punches. He um, just called it like he saw it. But he did that, speaking the truth in love, because he um, knew how much uh, these problems would just tear down the body of Christ. And our chosen verse today is found in a little portion of Scripture where he was trying to defend his choice or his decision um, in which he changed his mind on traveling to that area. And um, because God's Word is so living and active, there is such a profound um, statement in these uh, verses about... Um, all of the promises of God finding their yes in Jesus, and I just love that. So I'm going to back up and read um, a verse or two before so you get the context and read a couple of verses after as well. So if we go to Second Corinthians um, chapter 1 and back up to verse 17, this is Paul talking, and he says, was I vacillating or, or waffling uh, when I wanted to do this? Do I make my plans according to the flesh, ready to say yes, yes, and no, no, at the same time? As surely as God is faithful, our word to you has not been yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvus and Timothy and I, was not yes and no, but in him it is always yes for all the promises of God find their yes in Him. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. And it is God who establishes us with you in Christ and has anointed us and who has also put His seal on us and given us His Spirit in our hearts as a guarantee. You know, Paul had talked in, in some of his other letters um, to the different churches and different people about how important it was to be led by the Spirit and to walk in the Spirit. And I think that's what he was saying to these folks. He's like, you know, uh, perhaps this is what he was thinking. I don't know. I wasn't there. But this is, um, it seems to be what he's saying was, you know, God has put his Holy Spirit in um, inside of us. And that is what guided my decision. But within this explanation, as I mentioned before, there's this profound verse um, in verse 24. All the promises of God find their yes in him, that him be in Jesus. That is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory. And when you think about all the promises of God, I think about all the prophecies, all the promises that um, he made down through the ages that um, he was sending um, a Savior, a Redeemer, the Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, all those things. 
he was sending and the answer to those promises had their yes in Jesus. You know, even Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 5, verse 17. This is Jesus talking. Do not think that I've come to abolish the law or the prophets. I've not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. And likewise, um, Paul, in his letter to the Romans in uh, chapter 10, um, when he was talking about the uh, the Israelites who had been given the promise, the children of promise, but they um, had not yet, and they had the law, and they had all the writings of the prophets, but they still just couldn't wrap their mind around that Jesus was really the Messiah that had been talked about um, for all those years before. And um, in Romans chapter 10, beginning in verse 1, Paul says, Brothers, my heart's desire and prayer to God for them, and them are those that uh, were the unbelieving uh, Israelites, um, is that they may be saved. For I bear them witness that they have a zeal for God, but not according to knowledge. For being ignorant of the righteousness of God and seeking to establish their own, they did not submit to God's righteousness. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone who believes. And Paul knew this firsthand because he was one of those at one time. He was a Pharisee of Pharisees. And he, as he um, tells in his different letters, you know, he persecuted this way until the Lord um, met him on Damascus Road and just made it so abundantly clear to him. And just as Jesus had said that he came to fulfill all the laws and pro all the law and the prophets, and Paul was saying here in Romans, Christ is the end of the law for righteousness. He is what believing in him is where we get our righteousness, not from doing the things of the law. And it's for those who believe. You start to see why why Paul would say all of their promises, all of God's promises find their yes in the Lord Jesus Christ. And we see even more of that, even just um, another description in Colossians chapter 1, beginning in verse 15. He, and he's talking about um, Jesus, he is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him... All things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of the cross. He is our way to the Father. You know, no one comes to the Father except through the Lord Jesus Christ. There is one way. There's not many ways. There's not several paths to heaven or to God. There is one way, and Jesus is that way. He's the truth, and he's the life. And as Paul says in the second part of our verse today, and that is why it is through him that we utter our amen to God for his glory, our so be it, which is what amen means.
It would take us a long time and way much more time than I can do in this one episode to go through all the promises. And I don't know that I could find them all because I think they just keep going and keep going. But some of the, um, as I was thinking about this uh, verse, I was thinking, you know, many of us may have felt or may feel at times that when things are hard, when life is hard and uh, times are tough or there's tragedy or sadness or loss in our family, we may think, but where's the yes in that? Where's the answer to the promise in that? Well, friend, I want to tell you, he is the yes, especially in those toughest times. In those times when we say, Lord, I need help, and you look all around and you can't find it. Think of Psalm 34, beginning in verse 17. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saved and saves the crushed in spirit. And Jesus is that yes, that answer that allows us to come to him. We see that in Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16. It says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And we can approach that throne of grace because of what the Lord Jesus has done for us. And in those times when you may feel lonely, Um, Jesus is the yes there because we see in Matthew 28, 20, he said, And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And we find our yes in Jesus when we need things. Perhaps not if we want things, but for true needs he provides. We see that in um, Matthew in the sixth chapter where he reminds us not to be anxious about anything and that he knows exactly what we need um, and that he's a a loving heavenly father and he will provide what we need. We see in Philippians chapter 4 verse 19, and my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. And more important, I would think, than all of these because our life here is short, but there is an eternity coming for every one of us, and Jesus is our yes to eternal life. And uh, you probably know these, this scripture here, John three sixteen and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. He is our yes. So I hope you can utter that amen to the Father, that thank you and so be it to the Father um, for his glory, for all he's done for us through Jesus and give Jesus the thanks and the praise. You know, all God's people got stuff is one of my favorite sayings. Um, In this world, you will have trouble. There's always going to be a difficulty somewhere. If you're um, not in one now, you're coming out of one, or you're headed into one. But take heart. Um, You know, we find our promises in the Lord Jesus. And so I would encourage you to continue to 
read God's Word, to study God's Word, to live God's Word, and to share God's Word. And I'll end with this little excerpt, this little passage of Scripture from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse uh, beginning in verse 16. So we do not lose heart. Though our outer self is wasting away, our inner self is being renewed day by day. For this light, momentary affliction is preparing for us an eternal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. Blessings to you, friend. Until next time.